Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hey there, welcome to episode 145 of the Membership Guys podcast. This is the place to be for all you need to know to grow a successful membership website. I'm your host, Mike Morrison. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. If you are a first-time listener, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever it is you choose to listen to your podcast in, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Casts, wherever. Make sure you hit subscribe to ensure that you do not miss a single episode Because each and every week we are delivering proven practical tips and advice for successful membership owners. This week we're talking about member cancellations. More specifically, should you let members cancel their subscription on their own? So should you let your members cancel their own subscription by themselves? Or... Should you have a process that forces them to get in touch with you or your team and request a cancellation? Now, there's definitely pros and cons in both directions. Some of the arguments for allowing that sort of self-service, that ability to simply click on a button and cancel your membership without ever having to speak to somebody else, there are definite upsides and certainly some downsides to allowing that option. Self-service means less hassle for members. And this means an overall better user experience. That more positive experience helps ensure that anyone who's leaving your site does so on a positive note. And this increases the chance that they might come back. You know, we always assume if somebody's leaving a membership that that's it. It's over. They're done. But actually, in a lot of cases, you will find that people will come back because often people cancel for a variety of reasons. It doesn't mean that they don't like you, your company, that they don't like your membership. It may just be that they need to take a little bit of a break. Either there's other stuff taking up their attention right now and they just simply don't have the bandwidth for your site, or it may be financial. Or it could just be that they're reprioritizing some stuff and they fully intend to come back a few months down the line. If they have a negative experience when they try to leave, then there's no chance they're going to come back. So ensuring that you have a positive user experience and that you make that process of cancellation as hassle-free as possible, that has definite longer-term benefits. It also reduces admin and tech support for you because you're not having to intervene in each and every cancellation request. Now, if you're in the early days of your membership, maybe you're only getting a few cancellations a month. It may not seem like much work. But as your membership grows, then the admin involved in processing cancellations is going to continue to grow as well, to a point where it'll end up being a major part of your job, or perhaps even a task that you need to hire somebody to facilitate for you. That's increased expense, that's more hassle for you because you're going to have to manage those staff, so Overall, the impact on you as a business from a logistical point of view is massively reduced when you allow members to control their own subscriptions. And when you're directly involved in processing each and every cancellation, there's more chance that there'll be a delay or that perhaps an email requesting a cancellation goes to your spam folder. And as a result, somebody's subscription continues longer than they wanted it to and they end up getting charged. You will find that quite often when people cancel their account, they do so 
kind of at the last minute. You know, if they know that their next recurring payment is coming up on the 31st, you will find in a lot of cases, people will log in on the 30th or sometimes kind of first thing in the morning on the 31st and cancel their account just in time for them to avoid being charged their next monthly payment. Now, if you have a self-service option, that cancellation, that subscription gets stopped there and then. However, if you're making people fill in a form or send an email to you in order to get cancelled, then that's not going to happen. They're going to end up paying an additional monthly payment that they didn't want to pay. That's going to cause complaints. It's going to cause headaches. It's going to cause hassles. It may even cause them to go to the payment processor or their credit card provider and initiate chargebacks, that sort of stuff can have a major effect on your business if it happens too often. So allowing self-service reduces the risk of delays or oversight that lead to members being charged erroneously. So there are major arguments to be made for allowing the self-service options that will let people cancel their own subscription. And those arguments predominantly center around providing a better user experience and minimizing the risk of complaints, problems, and headaches that, again, dampens the user experience that at best makes that user experience even less positive and at worst could potentially threaten the integrity of your business especially if it's resulting in increased chargebacks and stuff like that which could ultimately lead to the removal of payment processing options however there are certainly arguments to be made for you having direct involvement in processing cancellations and making your members get in touch with you first before that cancellation gets put through. One of the main reasons that people use for doing this is that they want the opportunity to get feedback on why somebody's leaving and getting that feedback gives you a chance to solve the problem or try to address the grievance and maybe even salvage the membership, maybe turn it around. That feedback also is going to be useful even if that person does leave getting that feedback is going to be useful for you in the future so if you're seeing a lot of the same reasons for cancellation coming up time and time again then that's going to pinpoint to you areas of your membership that you need to improve and as a result you should see your member retention getting better so if you're making it almost mandatory to give you that feedback, give you that reason for cancellation before you'll process it, then it's guaranteeing that you're getting something to work with. Whereas soliciting that kind of feedback can be a little tougher if you're allowing people to just cancel of their own volition because you're relying on them volunteering that information in most cases and not everybody's going to do that. Another argument for getting involved in the cancellation process is that honestly, some people will appreciate the more personal option. You know, sometimes it can feel a little impersonal or a little disconnected if after months or even years of membership, it's all over at the click of a button. This is one of those strange things that even though if you as a cancelling member are the one who clicks that button and initiates the process, you can still be left feeling a little deflated if there's no human involvement in that process. So some people will certainly appreciate the more personal touch over the disconnected self-service option. And honestly, quite a lot of people who insert themselves into that cancellation process do so in order to make it a little more difficult to add a little more friction to the cancellation process in the hopes that it will discourage people from cancelling. They have this mindset that if they make it tricky, if they make it a bit of a hassle, then people will stick around in order to avoid that. Believe it or not, some people think that's a sound strategy. They add more friction to discourage people from cancelling at the expense of user experience. 
To be honest, if you're relying on making things difficult as your retention strategy, it's a recipe for disaster. Your retention strategy needs to be more sophisticated than simply hiding the cancellation button or giving people lots of hoops to jump through and lots of hurdles to get over just to end their membership. But just to be honest, from what we see out there in the wild, the fact that inserting yourself in that cancellation process makes it more difficult for people to leave is a reason a lot of people do it. I don't agree with it, but hey, what do I know, right? Another argument for you being involved in the process is that you then at least know for sure that someone has been cancelled. So that's a terrible argument for getting involved in the cancellation process. Another argument that isn't terrible is actually the fact that self-service relies on the user and sometimes they get it wrong. If you're in the mix, if you're involved in processing cancellations, you then know for sure when someone has been cancelled. So if you get an email from someone saying, well, I tried to cancel my account or I cancelled my account last week and you've gone on and taken another payment, if you've relied on self-service, if you've left it in the hands of the user to cancel, then you're obviously then going to be wondering, okay, was this a, a technical problem? Did they actually cancel and it's just the website's broken there's all sorts of possibilities and only one of those is that the user may have got it wrong or they think they cancelled or they only halfway completed the process if you're the one who is processing cancellations it's a lot clearer because if somebody says they've cancelled and you know that they hadn't and you never got the email and all that sort of stuff, then it makes dealing with that sort of situation a lot easier and it just gives you that little bit of peace of mind. So there are arguments for and against. Most of the arguments for allowing self-service and self-cancellation come down to providing a positive user experience, come down to what's best for the user. Most of the arguments requiring you to be involved come down to what's best for you as a business. So which option should you go for? Well, if you hadn't already guessed, we prefer offering self-service simply because it makes for a better user experience. You have to understand that member cancellations typically are not the end of the story. Many members will come back and that's only going to happen if they have a good user experience right up to the final second of their membership. You know, almost 30% of people who leave Member Site Academy end up returning within 12 months. That would not happen. Certainly not to that sort of level, that sort of amount if we made those people jump through hoops on their way out of the door. The key thing you need to remember with all of this, make the decision to cancel difficult, not the process. Make your membership so compelling that your members can't even conceive of wanting to leave. That's your retention strategy. It's not having a deliberately convoluted, complicated, difficult cancellation process. Make the decision to cancel difficult, not the process. If you make it a pain in the butt to leave your site, then that's going to sour the overall lasting impression that your members have of you. They could be leaving, as we said before, for a variety of reasons and may fully intend to return. Or, even if they don't intend to return, if they leave in a positive way, then they're going to be more likely to at least recommend your site to other people. That's never going to happen if you're making it painful for them to cancel. 
Perhaps the biggest positive argument for getting directly involved in cancellations is the fact that it does afford you a much better opportunity to get valuable feedback for your membership as well as to attempt to turn that particular situation around. There's certainly huge value in that but it's not an either or situation. You know, some membership plugins such as Paid Memberships Pro, they enable you to ask members for their cancellation reason as part of the process. And there's nothing to stop you putting a message on your cancellation screen where perhaps you offer to arrange a 15-minute one-on-one call with any outgoing members to discuss any issues or problems that member has before they make their decision. This isn't binary. Self-service does not mean you cannot get involved or offer to get involved or at least attempt to get some input and feedback from your outgoing members. So you can definitely get a balance there. You know you can get a little bit ninja with it too if you're using a plugin like Gravity Forms. In fact, we have a tutorial inside Member Site Academy that shows you how you can use Gravity Forms to add a pre-cancellation survey if you're using MemberPress. That's actually specifically what we do. So there are definitely ways that you can have your cake and eat it too if the main reason that you want people to go through you in order to cancel is so that you get a shot to try and change their minds or you get an opportunity to collect feedback. But again, just to reiterate through all of this, your retention strategy needs to be more sophisticated than hiding the cancellation button or making it difficult for people to leave. Make the decision to cancel difficult, not the process. If you are counting on people simply giving up on the idea of cancelling because you've made it so hard, that's not the way to do it. Anyway, just some food for thought on the whole cancellation process. It's clear what we think and what I think, but I'd love to hear your opinion. Do you allow members to cancel their subscription themselves or do you make them contact you in order to do it? Let me know in our free Facebook group. If you're not part of the group, head to Talk Memberships. That's talkmemberships.com. We've now got over 7,500 membership site owners in there, and we'll be discussing this topic further in the group. So if you're not in there and you want to weigh in with your opinion or see what other membership owners are doing, get yourself into that group, talkmemberships.com. I'll see you in there. That's it from me for this week. Hopefully you found this episode useful. If you have, please do, if you can spare the time, leave us a nice positive review in iTunes. Five stars, of course. If it's anything other than five stars, then you're fine. Move along. Leave that negative review for somebody else. I'd love to get some reviews from you guys in iTunes. Let us know if you're enjoying the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guides podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training 
exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.